Hi, I'm Katie Marquette, and you're listening to Born of Wonder. And here there is something more than just a transient experience. It's about uh, being. It's about the things that matter to me. It's about the white spaces between the paragraphs. Then God said, let there be light. It's a mistake you always made, Doc, trying to love a wild thing. Courage is not simply one of the virtues, but the form of every virtue at the testing point, which means at the point of highest reality. You have listened to fears, child, said Aslan. Come, let me breathe on you. Forget them. Are you brave again? Starting today's episode with two great quotes from C.S. Lewis, author of the Narnia Chronicles. Welcome to Born of Wonder. I'm Katie Marquette. On this podcast, we explore anything and everything that inspires wonder and awe in the world. So today on the podcast, I'm going to share a little bit about uh, my own history with riding horses and uh, what that taught me about being brave. And I hope uh, this essay I wrote a couple years ago now, I, I said it to sort of, uh, you don't have to have ridden horses for it to be relevant. Uh, it's, it's, it's all about what sort of life we want to lead if we want to live a life of fear or a life of courage and hope and i think uh, that is a great lesson to go into easter tide here uh, easter sunday was yesterday uh or sorry when this releases it will be two days ago i'm recording this monday night on a rainy rainy cold monday night i'm <laughs> what's going on with this weather our poor flowers are very confused um but uh, we are in Eastertide now, springtime officially here, believe it or not. And uh, we have 50 days now till Pentecost. And, uh, and, and that's the liturgical year we find ourselves in right now. The resurrection has happened. Uh, hope has been fulfilled. And now uh, the apostles are going to need a lot of courage to go out into the world and proclaim uh, something as radical and crazy as, uh, as that Christ rose from the dead. And there was actually a great essay in the New York Times, an opinion piece um, about uh, Christ's literal resurrection and what that means on a theological level. I will put it in the show notes if you are interested in reading it. And um, but uh, I thought that this would be a good moment to talk about bravery. And um, just to set the scene here a little bit. I am uh, behind on a lot of things. <laughs> Easter weekend, uh, you know, I, I it, it flew by, it was lovely, and uh, I did not get, um, get to plan for this podcast the way I wanted to, but I really want to have an episode out. Uh, I, I sort of can't believe that, that, that Easter has happened, that Lent is over. I don't think I've mentally made that leap yet. Uh, I finished Kristen Laverne's Daughter yesterday on Easter Sunday, and wow what an amazing book to read through lent and to culminate on easter sunday i just it just worked out that way that that's when i finished the book uh there will be a podcast episode um relatively soon i hope about kristen lavern's daughter i'm going to uh uh talk with a a fellow lover of kristen lavern's daughter and um 
and I think it will be a really great episode and it'll be even more great if you've read it. So, you know, it's only like a little over a thousand pages. I think you can fly through it. Um, I'm, I'm only being half facetious because it actually reads quite quickly. Um, the Tina Nunnally transla translation is truly excellent. I think that you all will just really enjoy it and then um, you'll get a lot about me, a lot more out of me ranting about it. So I finished that on Easter and um, and I'm, I'm really excited for a lot of the podcast episodes that are coming up. I'm going to be talking with a, another friend about Harry Potter and theology. Uh, I, I've been teasing that uh, literary mother's episode for a while now, and now it's close enough to Mother's Day that I'm just going to wait until then to do that episode, but that will be coming up. Uh, at some point, I'm going to be talking about the power of story, uh, especially, especially children's stories with my friend who's a, a PhD candidate in children's literature. So we have really fun interviews coming up, and um, my husband and I are also going to do a podcast episode all about our time in Oxford, the city of dreams dreaming spires we're going to to sort of just do a memory lane episode there that i think that i i think people will enjoy especially if you've spent any time there um or you would like to um sort of modeling after maybe the scotland episode i did sort of a a travel travel log episode um so there's a lot of fun stuff coming up but um i i do hope that that today's episode um just just reading this short little essay will inspire you to 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 be to be brave to be courageous to take risks in your life um i think that uh you know we we all have a sense of self-preservation as as we should and uh and and there's there's also a a virtue of prudence <laughs> of uh of, of healthy amount of caution and things like that but i think it's it's good to to analyze why uh we live the way we do and to sometimes say you know what um there are some things that are that are worth it that are worth being brave uh, brave for and um i i think it's good to look at our own lives and see what those things are it really helps uh, align your values I will also say uh, Lent ended, so my, you know, Lenten fast from social media ended. I logged on briefly. Uh, I, 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 you know, changed my profile picture. <laughs> uh, we had like a cute picture for Easter, so I changed that. And um, I found it really overwhelming to be online again. I, I found it very busy in my head. And uh, there were definitely some people I wanted to catch up with, which I sent messages. And I said, please text me or email me instead, because <laughs> I don't want to be on this platform. So I logged right off again. I deleted the apps. So uh, I figure now I'll be off until Pentecost. So I think I'm just going to keep getting off for whatever liturgical season we're in. <laughs> um, I, I I have gotten some emails, you know, saying that that uh, people are have gotten offline also or, or delete their social media apps and they are reaping the rewards from that. So um, I'm, I'm not saying it's right for everybody. Um, it certainly is the right decision for me to be pretty limited in my social media use. Um, it's given me a lot more time to read. I did read Kristen Labrin's daughter, you know, during Lent, and I don't know if I would have finished it if I had the chance to be scrolling. Um, so it's been good for me. It's cleared my head a lot, and I think uh, maybe if you give it a go, uh, you might feel the same way. I'd be curious to hear what you, what you all think about it if you ever want to send me an email. 
Uh, speaking of which, since I am off social media, uh, please do go to the website, bornofwonder.com. You can go to the contact page and email me anytime. Please do email me. I love to, to write emails with people. I love to send messages. And if you become a Patreon, support me for $2 a month, I will happily send you a ha handwritten letter. Uh, just send me your address when you become a patron. So without further ado, let's launch into this essay. Let's meditate on bravery and, uh, and, and the courage of our convictions and, uh, and, and live out bold, uh, wonderful lives. The world offers you comfort, but you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. This may sound odd, but when I was about eight years old and I was riding my very sassy, very naughty Connemara pony, I would mutter to myself a Latin proverb, fortune favors the brave. As my mother encouraged me to jump what, to me, looked like a giant hedge, and in fact was probably an old Christmas tree lying flat on the ground, I would feel my heart beating faster and faster, my stomach in knots, fortune favors the brave. I kicked on, we jumped it. I've learned a lot about life from horses. Kick on, probably being the most apt. I started to ride when I was two years old and horses come second nature to me now. I'm confident on most horses, but still, even now, when out in the hunt field, approaching some truly tremendous fence, or out on a long gallop with a good cry, my ex-race horse absolutely thundering beneath me, I will feel those butterflies again. Fortune favors the brave. Of course, my fears aren't without cause. People die while riding horses. Much to my husband's chagrin, I often come home from hunting with stories about who fell over which fence and which one of my friends was the latest to find themselves in the emergency room. And of course, I don't advise being unnecessarily reckless. Learn to ride, wear a helmet, etc. Use similar precautions in other life endeavors. We are also called to prudence. Horseback riding is not a sport for the faint of heart, but neither is life. You don't have to take up an eccentric pastime like horseback riding to feel the weight of pain, suffering, and mortality. We naturally want to avoid hurting ourselves. It's biological good sense, simple self-preservation. There's nothing wrong with it necessarily, except that the Christian life demands a sort of heroic engagement with suffering. As John A. Shedd said, a ship is safe in harbor, but that's not what ships are for. Maybe horseback riding isn't for you. But you're a human being living on this planet. You're vulnerable and you will suffer. You're mortal and so are the people you love. Sickness, accidents, and death stalk every moment of every day. Remember, Jesus wept. Expect to mourn. How thoroughly depressing this all sounds. And yet you are called not to hide, but to risk it all. You are called to open your heart to all the hurt and all the potential for suffering. An open book, a vulnerable belly up kind of soul. And as Louisa May Alcott wrote, I am not afraid of storms, for I am learning how to sail my ship. The inspiration for this meditation is a number of articles I've read in First Things, The New York Times, and The New Yorker. There's the one about the bachelor secular monks of Silicon Valley. The one about many women deciding to remain single. I've read articles about smaller family sizes, about how young people prefer their TV to their friends, about how millennials would rather have houseplants than children. There are, of course, many reasons for these trends, and I don't want to belittle them. But behind all these statistics, I see a very strong desire for control and a very real fear of suffering in any way. 
having a family, falling in love, following a religious vocation, adopting children instead of plants, all of these things are risky. In fact, they almost guarantee you a lifetime of suffering. But what is great suffering next to great joy? And isn't it true that we can't have one without the other? We only know joy to the extent that we know pain. We are creatures of opposition and comparison. When reading about the lives of the saints, sometimes it can seem like all these people did was suffer. The moment they opened up their lives to their vocation, they suffered, physically and emotionally. Disease, loss of loved ones, physical ailments, constant pain, med mental afflictions, you name it, they experienced it. So if this is what we're in for, sainthood suddenly doesn't sound so appealing. But I've come to believe, to know, that this suffering came about only because the saints truly lived. In a spirit of trust, they dove headlong into their vocations, into their relationships, into prayer. They were not afraid anymore. Truly living means you will truly suffer. Let that sink in. The more you live, the more you love, the more you will suffer. Of course, it is safe to stay inside with Netflix instead of risking an awkward date. It is safe to never have children, only mourning the brown leaves on our houseplants instead. But are we called to safe lives? I don't think so. Loving makes us vulnerable. Life is worth the risk. And for me, horses are worth it. I have been given so many beautiful, indescribable moments, incredible scenes like living in a painting before dawn, galloping behind hounds, the rush and thrill of clearing a fence on a bold and brave horse, a horse that respects you and listens to you. It's been worth it for me. Life is beautiful because of the risks, not in spite of them. That beating of your heart, those butterflies in your stomach, they are real, but fortune favors the brave. Be brave, kick on, jump the fence. No one wants to read the story of the heroine who binge watches Netflix day after day. No one wants to read the story of the heroine who is too afraid to try, to hope, to dream. Lucky for us, we have a God who knows that suffering is made beautiful by love. There is no greater love than this. What are we so afraid of? No one on this earth, no matter how much money you have, no matter how earnestly you protect your heart, no matter how loyally, loyally you stick to your exercise regimen, is exempt from suffering. Isn't that freeing? We're going to suffer, and it's okay. You can endure it. It won't be easy. Some days may look very dark indeed, but no day was darker than Good Friday, and no morning brighter than Easter Sunday. Let's ask ourselves, what are we so afraid of? What are we protecting ourselves from, and why? Do we risk it? Do we risk living, loving? To be alive is to hurt, but also to endure, and also to have those rare moments when everything aligns. The horse is brave, so are you, and you hang in midair for what seems an eternity, and all the world and all your soul is more alive than it has ever been before. You are more alive because you were afraid. You were afraid and you chose to be brave. That's a good story. Kick on, jump the fence. So I hope you enjoyed that essay, Fortune Favors the Brave. I will put a link in the show notes. You can see some photos of me jumping horses around, if that's of any interest to you. 
Um, you know, I, I grew up with horses. I'm very lucky that, that, uh, that, that I did. Uh, but you know, my, my mother did not grow up with horses at all. She grew up in Baltimore city, uh, and, uh, and worked so hard, uh, out of this, this love for horses to, to, um, to be able to ride them and it's a gift that she was able to give me and I'm very very grateful for it and uh you know that horse gene has to be has to be there's there's got to be a gene right it has to be biologically uh, ingrained in us uh the, the amount of determination those of us who have it uh that, that we will go to to continue to ride so it's a wonderful gift that horses have have given me and uh and that is just one of the the lessons that they've taught me but I hope it's applicable to you um in in no matter where you are in life what your what your hobbies are what 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 are the things in your life um you know everyday things i mean anybody who's a parent knows i mean it is not for the faint of heart um but we're we're all called to bravery i mean every single relationship calls calls for a certain amount of courage um we've got to risk our hearts a lot of the time uh if we're going to really live and uh and i think that that sort of open-hearted sort of knowing you're going to be wounded along the way is is an incredibly um it's an incredibly difficult thing but it's an incredibly beautiful thing about being a human being it's a it's a gift of of being a human that that we that we choose bravery so often uh for the sake of love and for the sake of uh of uh protecting others and 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 being able to experience this beautiful world that we live in um that that we just that we are willing to open ourselves up in that way uh and that it's worth it it's completely worth it so i wish you i wish you uh courage and bravery uh in all the areas of your life that you need it i know i always need uh, need a good pep talk every now and then so i hope that maybe maybe this this found its way to somebody who needed a good pep talk uh, I wanted to leave you with, um, uh, well, first of all, something my husband Chris sent to me today, <laughs> a YouTube video um, that has Tolkien explaining why the Fellowship didn't fly the Eagles to Mordor. You know, we talked all about Aragorn last week. Everybody knows I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. And like all Lord of the Rings fans, I have had that question. You know, when the Eagles come and rescue the Hobbits at the end there and just fly them all the way back to Rivendell, you're like, why couldn't those Eagles have shown up a little sooner, saved everyone the trip? Okay, so this question was actually asked to Tolkien. And um, I think his answer will bring a smile to your face. So I'm going to play that, and then I'm going to go right into a wonderful song by Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys called Love and Mercy. Divine Mercy Sunday is this Sunday. I always think of this song around this time of year. Uh, I actually first heard it um, when I watched, uh, it's like a biopic movie uh, that is really, really well done by the same name, Love and Mercy, and I really recommend it. Brian Wilson had a very difficult, very sad life, um, and uh, but he's so, so, so immensely talented, but it's really an ultimately very redemptive uh, story uh, about this man who clearly had a very sensitive artistic soul, and, uh, and, and it's very moving to see him um, try to find love love in the world and uh so i I'll, I'll leave you with that song and i will put links to all, both these things in the show notes i'm looking forward to um the fun episodes i have planned and i hope you are too uh remember to go ahead and crack open kristen laverne's daughter just knock that out so that so that you will be ready to listen to to a uh soon soon coming episode all about it it's really on my mind as you can tell 
Uh, but, but like I said, lots of fun things coming up. So please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't, so you don't miss any new episodes. And please, if you would just take a few minutes, um, and just leave a review on iTunes, that would be amazing. You can leave a star rating even better. If you can just leave a few sentences, leave a comment, I read them and they mean so much to me. And of course mean so much to that iTunes algorithm that gets uh, podcasts seen and shared. So, and if you could share this episode or one of the episodes you like, that would be amazing. Uh, you podcasts grow by, by recommendations primarily. So I really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm Katie Marquette, and this is Born of Wonder. He asked me in the letter uh, why, why they didn't just fly the, the eagles into, uh, into Mordor. And I, I, I told him, I, 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 get this, I get this uh, same question. The, the people run into me at the pub and ask, why, why didn't they just fly the, the eagles to Mordor? Uh, it would have made the quest a whole lot easier. And I, I told him uh, the same thing that, I, that I'm telling you right now. Uh, you know, uh, shut up. I was sitting in a crummy movie with my hands on my chin. Oh, the violence that occurs seemed like we never
And here there is something more than just a transient experience. It's about uh, being. It's about the things that matter to me. It's about the white spaces between the paragraphs. Then God said, let there be light. It's a mistake you always made, Doc, trying to love a wild thing. <laughs>